Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Today we have another exciting episode. Can you believe it? I mean, how exciting does it get when it's exciting? It's always exciting. No, it's not, but today it is. I am going to take you through the usual, usual. Why do I keep trying to like rhyme and stuff? I'm losing my mind. My mind has been lost. But the point of this intro is to let you know I have another pre-recorded interview with another great friend, fellow podcaster, Jackie Schimmel from The Bitch Bible. I wanted to get her take from someone that's just so confident, knows their self, has an absolutely hysterical podcast. She is one of my favorite people to listen to. She is so unapologetically herself, absolutely hysterical. And, you know, one of those people that, once again, doesn't totally always talk about self-care and moods. And so I really wanted to pick her brain and I wanted to have her make us laugh, give us some bad bitch inspiring quotes to live by. So that will be later in the episode, but let's jump into my best mood and worst mood of the week. Guys, I've officially lost it. Last week when we spoke, it was just it was just beginning. You know, I had just come off a long spread, long spread, stream, spread, stream, spread, stream, whatever. A long streak, let's go with that, of anxiety. I had full-blown panic. The whole pandemic was happening. Things were setting in motion. And then I had a really good week. Like I genuinely had a really good week. And last night I lost it. It was like I was keeping my shit together so well, maybe too well, that the universe was like, Lauren, that ain't you. That's not you, sis. You don't have your shit together all the time. Let me remind you by making you lose your mind for a second. So that's where I'm at. I'm actually recording this podcast in the middle of the day because I had so much anxiety and so much just like discomfort with my mental state. I... I couldn't even tell you what I've done for the four hours that I've been awake besides be miserable within myself. And I know I knew that I had to do this podcast because it's it's my job. I basically was like, okay, let's do the podcast. Get yourself moving and grooving because you're about to lose your damn mind if you don't do something normal. It's like partly the best mood is losing your mind because you start to do some crazy stuff. Maybe you start a TikTok, which I did. Maybe you start, I don't know, reaching out to people that you don't normally talk to. I've been at a house party a lot. But then it's also your worst mood because you have lost your mind. You know what I mean? So it's like the good part about losing your mind is all the new stuff you get to try. And then the bad part about losing your mind is if you don't take care of yourself within that you actually go like crazy and have anxiety and depression and all that stuff so 
I know we're all going through a lot. Everyone's situation is super different, whether you're someone on the front lines, whether you're someone who's still at work, whether you're someone who's been put out of work, whether you have someone that's sick, whether you're sick or you know what I mean? There's so many situations that everyone is in right now. And it's really something that is affecting every single one of us in a plethora of ways. I know I said something similar last week, but I think the one thing that we all have in common right now is that we do have to try to stay sane. And I think it's easier in some situations than it is in others, obviously. I think that also you can't judge someone's situation. You have to be compassionate to other people. You have to be compassionate to yourself. And we all just have to try to not lose our minds. But with that said, I think you can turn any negative into a positive if you really, really try and if you really, really want to. Like I said, my best mood of the week is losing my mind and the worst mood of the week is losing my mind because it made me crack in different ways. So let's jump into mood boosters and let me explain this a little bit more. So definitely the mood boosters are kind of what I talked about last week and it's the exercise of it all. I mentioned Melissa Wood Health last week. I did that every single day this past week and I am telling you now, I think I'm starting to get abs. I used to have abs. Do I know where they went? No. Do I miss them? A little bit. Would I like them back? But do I want to work for it? Not really. So doing this Melissa Wood Health stuff has been very, very calming mentally for me. But it also has been giving me a little bit of apps. So that's been mood boosting. The other things that have been mood boosting is obviously scrolling on TikTok. You know, I'm a 25 and a half year old. Don't want to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I used to think I was too good for TikTok. And now here I am watching families in their quarantine making each other laugh. And it's putting a smile on my face. And it's one of those things where you, you know, you're on the outside looking in and you're looking at all these people doing different things. And you have to remember that at some point, put down your phone and do those things as well. So some of the things that I've been doing in my real life to boost the mood is really obviously connecting with others. I think being of service, I think with my family being in town, it can easily drive me a little bit crazy. And I have to remind myself not to digress and revert back into a 16 year old version of myself just because my mom is here, which is very easy. I know a lot of people experience it when they go home for the holidays and you just like automatically turn into who you were when you were younger. And for me, that person is a bitch. So I am trying not to turn into a little bitch. And be nice and kind in my best self. So when my mom just said, Lauren, you have to take out the laundry, I said, I don't feel good. And then I remembered, Lauren, you're 25. Why are you talking to your mother like that? So I said, Mommy, dearest, love you so much. I'm going to go record my podcast and then I will do the laundry. So it's just little things like that. Being of service, calling your grandparents, calling your friends. Like I said, asking everyone, how are they? What you can do for them? Even if it's something that you can do on your phone, like donate a dollar, donate a kind message, stuff like that. I started a book club with my girlfriends. That was really fun. I had two Zoom happy hours over the weekend. I had one with my entire family and I had one with my entire best friend group from home the one with the friends didn't really go as well because we in real life all talk over each other and that does not really translate well um, on the medium of a zoom meeting so we had to mute one of my loudest friends which was honestly a big learning lesson in the sense of we're now trying to figure out how to mute her in real life because the zoom meeting went so well once we muted her that we were like oh my god if only she would actually shut up in real life like this would be amazing I kid I kid I kid but 
but we did start a book club. I, I said, you know what, guys, this is the time where we're all just doing stuff that we've always wanted to do and being our true granny selves. One of my friends got paint by numbers. One of my friends started knitting. We started a book club. I was like, holy shit, we're aging like rapidly right now. So we're reading the book called my perfect wife. I'm only 20% in right now. And so far, I really like it. And I actually was already reading the book called The Mother-in-Law. And that one started giving me a little bit of anxiety. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why it was giving me anxiety. I think I just have anxiety right now. And it was just like triggering me into bad thoughts and stuff like that. But anyway, I'm gonna still read it. But if you want to know what I'm reading right now, it's called My Perfect Wife. Obviously, reading is a huge mood booster, because sometimes you just have to shut off the news, you have to shut off so social media and you got to get into another narrative in someone else's head and highly recommend starting a book club. It's just one of those things where you have something in common. One of my friends literally just texted saying, how far is everyone in the book? And it's just like a little check in, a little reminder. We're all doing the same thing. We're all in this together. And now we're going to have a book to talk about. I even talked to one of my friends about Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. I actually talked to two of my friends about it. And it just got us into these like heated conversations about what we thought about the show. So it's just nice to kind of be on the same page as other people to be sharing these experiences with people I actually recommend house party as opposed to zoom because I feel like the audio and just the platform is a little bit better and it's a little more fun to pop in and out I've been hanging out with my friends on house party for the past few days and it's really fun you just get a notification when someone's in the house and then all of a sudden you're hanging out with people I almost feel like I'm almost more social while social distancing because usually I avoid people in real life and now everyone's telling me to avoid people and I'm going out of my way to connect with people over my phone more so jokes on you and then my final mood booster even though none of those made sense I'm losing my mind like if someone leaves a podcast review about this like about what they think about my podcast during this time like that is just so that's just so mean because I'm literally losing it I'm losing my mind completely yet I'm still podcasting and putting it out there for you so if you're gonna judge me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best okay because right now we're pretty low we're feeling pretty low my final mood booster is this new brand that I've actually known about obviously for a while this is not sponsored um I wish it was but it's called Love Wellness and Lo Bosworth did it. I'm actually trying to get her on the podcast. So let me know if you guys are down for that. But I had so many friends telling me that they loved these products so much. It's a line of supplements and they're just really unique and people really, really see that they work for them. There's this one called Bye Bye Bloat that people love. And I'm like one of the most bloated people on the planet. And then the, I have one called Metabolove. There's one for sleep. There's one, there's one that's literally called called hashtag mood. I mean, how perfect is that? I feel like they're really, really unique. I really, really like how they've been making me feel. And every morning I've been taking the metabolism one and the mood boosting one. So obviously it's a mood booster. And then at night I've been taking the sleepy time one, which is really good for relaxing and falling asleep because I've had a really hard time sleeping during all of this. And I've been taking the Bye Bye Blow. I also got their Fiber Sparkle. And I've been really looking to incorporate more fiber into my diet in general. I don't think I get it enough. And I think it actually does help with bloat once you get used to it. And I've really just liked the past like week that I've been taking it, how I feel. So if you're looking for supplements and any of these kind of like speak to you, definitely a mood booster. I highly recommend looking into it because 
when I posted on Instagram, I had so many of my friends literally DMing me being like, oh my God, bye bye bloat is like the only thing that works for me. I've been taking it every single night for the past year. I'm like the most bloated person in the world, like can't survive without it. So I feel like when you hear people that you know love it, it's like you gotta have it. I know I said that was my last mood booster, but I just have to say one of the best parts of my week, which was a total mood booster, was watching Tiger King on Netflix. I know it's another thing that everyone's talking about, but like that is what I need during these quarantines. Like that is what I needed. And it was the best seven hours of my life. It was the only seven hours of the past week that I had not touched my phone. Like that's how incredible it was. I wonder if you guys can tell how much I've lost my mind or if I sound normal to you. Let me know um, on Instagram if you think that I sound like I've lost it or not. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth. A shameless plug because I've been trying to really kind of keep your guys' mood boost throughout the week and just keep you guys feeling good sharing content with you all I had a new vlog that went up so I'm just trying to stay active I think it's really hard when you're an anxious person like me to not lose your mind and like keep making content when you're the face of it but I've been doing my best and I feel like I've been churning out some good content for you guys so I hope you enjoy it before we jump into this week's mood conversation all about being unapologetically yourself and taking care of yourself something really important to take care of yourself right now is one of my favorite sponsors that I've been drinking for so long called liquid IV. It's been so cold outside in Los Angeles and cold weather makes dehydration harder to spot so you're less likely to keep refilling your water bottles. You guys know I've been drinking so much water this year. It's been amazing for my skin but sometimes I forget and I get really dehydrated really easily so thankfully there's liquid IV the fastest most efficient way to stay hydrated. It basically is one stick and you put it in 16 ounces of water and it hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone. So sometimes I feel like even though I'm drinking water I really need that extra boost so you're getting also vitamin c b3 b5 b6 b12 I think it tastes amazing. I absolutely love it. It's such a treat. And I just feel like I drink it a little bit later in the day, sometimes even too. And I wake up the next day feeling so amazing. One of the things I love most about Liquid IV is that they're on a mission to change the world, which is exactly what we need all the time. They've donated 2 million servings to date in places like Haiti, Uganda, Puerto Rico. So with each purchase you make with Liquid IV, they donate a serving to someone in need around the world. You get to do good, feel good. I mean, what is not to love? Liquid IV is actually the fastest growing wellness brand and you can find them like literally everywhere these days. I see them at Whole Foods all the time. So I'm always stocked up in my pantry and you can even find them at your local Costco. So if you don't really understand what makes it so efficient, it's the cellular transport technology and you can see it on the little packages. It says CTT and it's basically this optimal ratio of glucose, sodium and potassium that delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. You guys need to be drinking water. You guys need to be taking care of yourselves right now it is so so important for you guys to stay healthy and stay well and liquid iv can provide the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water it fuels you through those tough workouts it helps prevent muscle fatigue and it promotes healthy post-workout recovery i've been working out every single day like i said at home and this is like essential for me you guys can get 25 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code mood at checkout that's 25 percent off anything you order on liquid iv's website just go to liquidiv.com enter promo code mood to save 25% and get better hydration. That's liquidiv.com promo code mood. Don't wait and properly hydrate 
today. So now let's get into my little conversation with Jackie Schimmel, who I love and adore. You can listen to her podcast, The Bitch Bible. But in the meantime, let's get some bitchy Bible vibes on mood. Now you're in the uh, guest seat. I know. know? It's so nice. It's my favorite (laughs) shit. The joy of podcasting is not having to look good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's always like, make sure you take a picture while you're podcasting or take a video. And you're I'm like, like no, no, no. I tried pass. last night and I looked like a big fat potato sack. And then I called my mom this morning and I was like, I think I'm going through something. <laughs> <laughs> she was screaming at me. Anyway. Hi, Jackie Schimmel. Hello, darling. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We are actually in your studio right yes. now because <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> But we have just actually recorded an episode for your podcast, The Bitch Bible, and you've yep. been podcasting for how long? Too long. So just kidding. Long. Uh, like five and a half years, maybe? And you started podcasting for fun? No, not really. I didn't even know what a podcast was. I was a receptionist at an investment bank. Let that fucking sink in. <laughs> I was trying to get fired because I heard there was like some steamy, sticky severance packages that I was really trying to like Ooh, get inside of. Lean in. Uh, they would not fire me. I am not sure why because I lied about having a degree. I stole wine from the president's uh, wine seller. I mean, I was the worst fucking employee of all time. And I started writing Real Housewife reviews, like recaps. Uh And then somebody from Watch What Happens Live found it flew me to New York and said, we're starting a digital network. You want to host a podcast? And I was like, Kay, spread my legs. And then that's how I got a podcast. Holy shit. But so how long have you been with Dear Media then? I've been with Dear Media for probably like two and a half years. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, they're the best. What do you love about podcasting for like just girls that like maybe are receptionists that... Or think about podcasting and they want to do it. Do you recommend? No, I don't. I think that it's oversaturated and I think it's ridiculous <laughs> to like try to get in the game now. And I, I mean that with love. I would say that to my best, best friend. I'd say it 100%. to my fucking self. I think if you don't have a pre-existing platform. Right. To just start podcasting like this dumb fuck. I'm talking to about myself. <laughs> Imagine like you're pointing at me. <laughs> People are like, oh my God. <laughs> like Jackie Schumel is the biggest bitch ever, hey, which is true. bitch Bible. At least you have to lean in. Uh, exactly. Um, no, I think it's I think it's just completely, I don't see that being beneficial. If, if so, it's like a one in a million chance. Um, I love podcasting. I feel like it's the only platform where I'm able to express myself without extreme demerits and being crucified. I cannot believe the things I've gotten away with in five and a half years. I have said the most fucked up shit of all time with very minimal consequences. (laughs) And I am just waiting for for everything, the bottom to fall out. And it doesn't because podcasting is a very safe space for me. But it's like you... I feel like it's like, first of all, your title is called The Bitch Bible. So it's like people already know what they're signing up for when they see the title of the podcast. And then you just have not changed, not like in a sense of you haven't grown. Because I always say, you know, when you change, it's actually more so you grow because everyone grows. It's inevitable. But you stay really true to yourself. And I feel like, do you even admit that you have like self-confidence? And like, because you're so obviously self-aware and stuff too, but do yeah. you feel like you actually have self-confidence and you've like really grown into who you are and you're able to just like unapologetically be yourself even on a public platform? I've always been like that. Yeah. Like always since I was like fucking four. Like I've always been very, very, very comfortable being myself, yeah. good, bad, or indifferent. So um, that has helped me podcast so much right. because I fully, fully 100% co-sign on 
everything I say all the time, which is probably why I don't get in trouble so much. Right. Because I also think apologies are a slippery slope. (laughs) I think that, um, you know, to like groveling is an admission of guilt. So if you're self-aware and you're like, listen, I fuck up. I also don't edit my podcast. Right. So we don't edit anything out. I mean, I have 700 emails to my producer, Taylor, who's in the room that just says no edits, no edits. Like we don't edit. So sometimes shit slips yeah and it ain't pretty and if i was you know trying to stay so curated with my content and my this that the other thing then maybe i i would get in less trouble but i don't don't really get in trouble because i feel like it's just those like onlookers that don't really get it you know like i feel like when i started a podcast so many people were like you clearly don't know lauren you're just coming here from maybe like the morning toast or something you don't get it and a lot of people know my sense of humor from video Mm -hmm. and then when i said it over the podcast the hand expressions and the eyes and whatever like weren't there and they Mm -hmm. just thought oh you're like narcissistic and like did it i'm like whoa uh." which by the way if the worst thing that someone says about you is that you're narcissistic (laughs) you should give yourself a big fucking pat on well, the back because you always talk about narcissism all the time but like in like a positive way of like where it's almost just like confidence i don't understand when it became a bad thing yeah. to like compliment yourself like why is yeah. being conceited a bad fucking thing this yeah. is a thing that women have to stop doing i i saw it at the oprah i was just at the oprah oh my god i forgot to ask you about that yes continue so i was at the oprah convention thing which can i i can't even get started on the kinder i need thing to listen to the podcast because i kept li- it on i i i can't even touch it i i don't even know how to explain it It was the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life um oprah however she got on the stage and she was kind of talking about you know her 85 billion dollar home in montecito and this that the other thing and she's like you know what and it was the most powerful thing that she said and nobody else will agree with this but it spoke to me when she said i am a beautiful strong successful fabulous woman and i deserve it all and i was like Fuck yeah. When did it become a bad thing for like Jennifer Lopez to get on a stage right. and be like, I'm hot as shit? Right. And I think that, like, narcissism obviously is, like, there's, like, a deep-rooted disease for some people. Sure, yes. But I think that when people are confident, it's so easy to be, like, you're so narcissistic. And it's, like, but if I – and you can even turn it on, like, the feminine, like, part of it. Like, a man can say whatever he wants. A woman can't. Whatever. But it's just – it's so interesting to me because I – people started telling me that I can't take compliments because I think I was so hyper aware of just living in Los Angeles of people that maybe were fake and full of themselves that I wanted to make sure that I, that people knew that I was humble and that I was grateful yeah. and I could not take compliments and I could only make fun of myself to the point where I would even be around my boyfriend's parents and he'd be like stop like they're literally just complimenting you like I want a confident strong girlfriend and I'd be like oh like I'm just trying to be funny and like brush it off well self-deprecation too like I I'm very self-deprecating because I'm a monster. Like, I know my (laughs) strengths and my weaknesses, and I'm a fucking nightmare. Self-aware. Self-aware. So when, yeah, self-awareness and self-love should go hand in hand because if you really love yourself that means you really know yourself and part of knowing yourself is knowing what you're really good at and knowing what you're a fucking asshole at right and then just like incorporating both of those things and just being like this is who I am so suck my dick do you think that like (laughs) do you think that it gets like easier like as you get older or like is there still stuff that like triggers you on like social media and stuff when like someone like disagrees with you and then you're like fuck you Karen 
I see I'm a sick bitch so I like the conflict like right. if somebody comes for me I really I, I like being able to articulate and stick up for myself yeah. like I'm not someone that will be like ah, I'm not gonna validate them I will validate the fuck out of you mm. I will give you a seven paragraph essay and I will be laughing and smiling and showing it to my husband before I send it and then I might think of something else over the middle of the night and then I'll wake up and send a follow-up <laughs> email you don't fucking know because I feel like I have an obligation to uh, defend myself well that's how I feel too and it's a slippery slope it is because then you're like they're loving every second of it but um I don't give a shit what you know Melissa from Milwaukee mm -hmm. thinks about my podcast because right. guess what I'm still getting paid <laughs> <laughs> But also, it's not like, after this episode, everyone's going to unfollow my No, but, but I, I think it's like, you know, you don't care what Melissa from Milwaukee says, but then there's also like a Lauren in L.A. that's like enjoying it. Like, and not just saying like, I'm the only one that enjoys your podcast. I'm just saying, Maybe. Like, I don't know. It was more of the alliteration, LL. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But it, it's true. Like, there are people that get it and there are people that don't. Like, there are people that have a huge following that I don't resonate with at fucking all. Oh my God. But like, me I don't too. go out of my way to like leave review. Do I talk behind their back? Like, sure. I'm a human being. <laughs> yes, there are a few people that I send frequently other people's Instagrams to and we giggle. But, but like, people only it's not get malicious. The, the people that you're sending, it's only because they're being inauthentic or not being themselves. Exactly. That's what that is, yeah. by the way. If you don't like something, when someone is being themselves authentically, yeah balls deep you can't really hate it like you, you don't really feel, can't and you don't feel that like inner feeling of like oh my god I'm so annoyed you're like honestly like I don't resonate with this but like I see it and I respect it at least they're not living a lie that's yeah. what triggers people how did you even know that like the person I'm thinking of is literally the fakest person on the planet because that's she what drives me nuts because it's what drives everybody nuts it's what has driven me nuts it's yeah. like the shit that I talk about I don't care what people do on the internet if you're being your fucking self yeah I'm I'm down. I co-sign on that. It's the bullshit that I cannot that nobody yes. can metabolize. It's disgraceful. And I think that's also like people always say how to be successful on the internet too. I think that's like really the only way to be successful in your personal life and your professional life is to just literally be authentic to yourself whether sure. it's for a brand or it's literally just for your fucking personal I mean life. there's a lot of people on fucking Instagram that are living a goddamn lie who are just bringing in the Benjamins but they'll be crying alone yes, in 10 years exactly and like you don't <laughs> it, like they're bringing in the Benjamins but I don't know if they really have friends and things no. in their life no so what else I, I'm curious as like someone who listens to your podcast and follows you on Instagram you I feel like you're like you said like it, your podcast really is your outlet mm -hmm. but like what else because mood is very much about kind of like mood boosters and like just having like all these fucking different moods and I feel like I get like one side of you on your podcast mm -hmm. and it's the bitch mood right for sure and it could be a downward spiral or an <laughs> upward like we're excited but mostly like, downward <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly your diary um, yeah but like what what other things like do you do and like are there things that actually like do like make you feel the best version of yourself or like elevate yourself like I know when both of us last week we had to be at the same audition and we had to miss our Pilates like that was like the opposite of a mood booster yeah you know yeah. what I mean like what do you do in your fucking free time like what makes you fucking happy I love a routine which really? is surprising to people but I am very what the fuck? I really really like like doing mundane errands so uh -huh. I love when I don't have to work and I can wake up Yes. which I tried to do as minimally as possible. I like to wake up. I go to Pilates. I sit and have lunch. I dine by myself. Yes. At least 
four days out of the week. Like, really? I go and I went to Sugarfish by myself before I got here. I go like three times a week. They're like, is she okay? Oh my God. I hate when I run into people and then I'm forced to sit with them because mm-hmm. I love to sit at a table and like dine. What do you do? Are you on your phone during this period of time or are you like just looking at sushi? Uh, looking at sushi and I love listening to other people's conversations. Oh, okay. And okay. my husband doesn't let me do it when he goes out with me because he's a buzzkill. So I really, <laughs> I really get my fill during the days um so I like doing that I like to just I shop I take my dog to the dog park I go to the market every fucking day really I cook dinner I love to cook after five o'clock don't even fucking contact me I'm not doing anything I don't speak to anybody and do you put your phone on do not disturb all the time yeah because you I feel like you're very good at like putting it to the side and disconnecting and like being just present with yourself I get very overwhelmed by people trying to communicate with me (laughs) I like how you tried to say that so like well spokenly, and then you just I, I you hate just, like, it. Realize you're like basically I just don't want people to fucking talk to me. I hate talking on the phone. I don't. Same. I just don't need it. Like yeah. I, it really it depletes me. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, no. so I do do not disturb. I used to do it w- when I was uh, less successful and I could get away with like just going off the grid. Right. I would do it like two days a week. Really? Like it, during weekdays, I would go on Do Not Disturb. And now I typically, after 5 p.m., just turn my phone on Do Not Disturb. That doesn't mean I'm not trolling the right. gram and stuff. Right. Um, but nobody can contact me. It's so interesting <laughs> because I think a lot of people actually aren't capable of doing it because they actually aren't comfortable spending time with themselves. Like I used to like not know what to do when I was just like alone. Really? Like oh, it's it was my favorite a long, shit. it was a long journey to be like confident and secure yeah. enough to be like, oh no, I actually don't need you to come over. Like I want to be by myself. I think that's way more normal and honestly I do think that I have to push myself to yeah. to socialize more and I've tried like in the past year because I could get into a mode where I'm so content being alone that yeah. sometimes like when my husband's around it bothers me right and I've had to push myself to be like okay Jackie like it's a weekend you're gonna go have dinner with this like you're gonna go with your friends or you're gonna do that because it does not feel natural to me I went to Paris alone for a week for my birthday voluntarily I'm going again alone in four days like I genuinely have the best time solo but like it's just so fucked up no it's not fucked up it's so good because so many people only get happiness from like external things in their life and like I think the most powerful thing is spending time with yourself and I used to be the biggest extrovert and I have successfully turned myself into exactly that person yeah I love being by myself I love running errands like I want to take a trip by myself I would never in a million years thought I'd be like craving a trip by my fucking everybody should do it by the way it sounds everybody incredible it is you have like Especially once you get in the groove and you have to, you're not going to order room service. You got to go to a fucking restaurant. Oh, okay. See, I do love room service. Though. No, you got to get your okay. ass to a fucking restaurant, okay. have a cocktail and like eat your damn food. Okay. Outside. Like, it's But like, as you're saying this stuff, like it, it's getting me hyped up. Like it's making me just want to like go home and oh fuck, I have an event tonight. Like, see, like that sucks. Yeah. But like it's, a, it is a balance. Do you, do you go out like. Do you like go out ever? Like I do. I you know I do. Unfortunately, I have to because yeah. like with what my husband does, like I am forced to right. socialize. That's and true. I am the jewel of his life, and by the way, such a better networker than he is, which is just mind blowing. <laughs> 
it's crazy. When I go with him, I'm like friends with fucking everyone. And he's just like, and he's so lovely and charming, but I can really like participate. Right. So, uh, yes, unfortunately I do. And I'm great at it, but I'm not enjoying myself. Mm, I So you put on a good front. I mean, I'll once I'm there, I do the thing. I can talk, yeah. I can chit chat, I have a cocktail, whatever. But like, would I rather be home? Always. 100%. Do you guys have like a, a safe word of like, or like, you know, like your time limit when you're out and stuff? I have become notorious for a very harsh, abrupt exit. I mean, just the other night we were at this thing and um middle of the conversation i was like i'm leaving right now wow and it's, i've become that person i did that at brunch on sunday it's totally fine and i don't do excuses anymore i used to always say shit i have to feed my dogs and oh. then my friends started realizing um whenever you want to leave you say you have to feed your dogs and i thought it was really funny so i started just like kept like i kept doing it for a while just like as like the bit of like yeah. oh my god you guys so crazy like forgot to feed my dogs and they're like you're leaving now i just got to the point where i'm like okay so i'm gonna go and like yeah. the brunch like isn't over like everyone's like clearly like we paid the check but everyone's still enjoying them Themselves. You have the right to leave any personal fucking boundaries, right? You've done the thing. You're good. Why exactly? Is it a, I got in a fight with a, a friend because I used to say all the time, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so bored. I got to go. Because I, we would go to these big group activities And we were at a lunch I was there for fucking three hours yeah. I don't want to do anything for three hours And I said everyone I love you I gotta go right now Yes And they're like yes. oh it kind of You know that's really rude And I'm like I've never professed to be not rude I am very rude <laughs> I think it's rude That we're sitting at a table for yeah. three hours I know when I've done enough Mm-hmm. And I know when I can leave And now I just leave Whenever the fuck I want And it's so powerful Yeah And being home At a reasonable hour And still getting to do The things that I like Before I go to bed Yeah Is beautiful and amazing And it's being authentically yourself Because why yeah. do you want to stay In a place that you don't Want to fucking be at And then your friends Kind of understand it too Because you do it all the time It's not like shocking It's not this rude thing They're Why'd like, she leave? Yeah, what happened? Like, yeah like oh my god Like is Lauren okay? We're all leaving You guys can figure out What to talk about now Yeah okay? You're welcome for my time Exactly Yeah <laughs> Speaking of your time, thank you so much for coming on this week's episode to just enlighten us with a little bit of like unapologetically having confidence and being true to who you are in your brand. I mean, what are your three comebacks and tips and advice to people when they're like feeling low and feeling not confident? Would you say, Mm. fuck it, be yourself and have a glass of water like what are your three like what's your like mantra um the first thing i would tell someone is to look inward Ooh, love that truly and objectively uh assess the situation i think it's really easy to point fingers at other people for affecting your mood yes but that's on you girl or boy, or bro, or bish, whatever. <laughs> However um, you identify. Whatever whatever your jig is. Uh, I think you need to look inward and also realize, like, if you're the common denominator in every situation and life is doing you wrong in every quadrant, that you're probably the epicenter of that issue and it's you. It's not everybody else. You're speaking my fucking language. So that's number one. Look the fuck inward. Yes. Secondly... Don't be a cunt. (laughs) Just don't be a cunt. You know, there is a difference between being honest and direct and just being an asshole. Stay in your fucking lane. Like, it's all about you, baby. Number Mm -hmm. one. You know what I mean? And I think part of that is just spending time with yourself. I think you get to know who you are through isolation a little bit not full isolation I don't want you to like fucking (laughs) become a hermit don't become a hermit although it sounds fucking amazing so I think that's one and I would say the last 
tip fucking relax like laugh a little like life is so short and it's like not that serious and like if you have the option of crying or laughing like you should probably just fucking laugh stop taking yourself so fucking seriously brenda (laughs) honestly like i relate to all of that on such a deep level and i feel like it's not discussed enough so thank you for the reminders and you're so welcome i feel like you're i always listen to your podcast to laugh but it's like what's what it's all rooted in is really those three important things yeah and people need to realize like to just actually relax and look inward and like all that stuff and you can either say it with my like soothing voice or you can be like don't be a fucking cunt and it's still the same message and it's just as effective and yes. i truly love it and i appreciate it have has anyone said the c word on your podcast yet no okay great <laughs> Thank you so much for being the first. We'd love to have you back. And by we, I mean me and my big studio. Yes. Here at Tour Media. And well, Taylor, my producer. Yeah, Taylor, um, love to have you back. Thank you so much. I've been telling you guys that hashtag my mood has been pushed off. So thank you so much to Jackie Schimmel for that amazing conversation. And we're going to do a couple hashtag my moods to keep your guys' moods boosted during this quarantine. Someone says hashtag my mood is quarantine. With so many couples living together and therefore able to see each other all the time during this quarantine, what kind of advice do you have for couples who don't live together? I know you are... I know you and your boyfriend don't, so how are you managing to spend time together during a lockdown? I live in Toronto where the rules are getting stricter by the day, and with having elders in both of our households, we are trying to be extra safe. I was working in a law office until today where non-essentials were ordered to close, so since I have been doing that every day, I don't want to put anyone else who I'm working with at risk. My boyfriend and I are both very quiet people who don't enjoy talking on the phone or FaceTiming unless it's about something important. Instead, we usually spend a lot of time together hanging out at our houses or going out. Aside from that, we text a lot, so this quarantine has been pretty We're trying to be safe and do the right thing, but we miss each other. Please send advice. So yes, Cameron and I are not quarantining together. It's because I have my family in town. Ta-da! That's my mom. And I had a full mental breakdown that Cameron and I weren't quarantining together because I felt that I was missing out on all the couples that were quarantining together. And I had like a stupid anxiety attack of where I felt left out and I felt like... Don't say stupid. Well, it was a stupid anxiety attack because anxiety is always stupid. No, anxiety is definitely not stupid. Don't say that because other people that have anxiety are going to make them feel like anxiety is stupid. So it's not stupid because I think with everything that was coming at us from the news, I think people didn't know what to expect. So I think you were you were feeling like you weren't knowing what was coming and you weren't sure what to do. Like, should you be with Cameron? Should you be with family? And, you know, Hudson had a surgery coming up and you weren't sure what to do. So you were confused. So I don't think it was stupid at all. Okay, that's a good point. You're right. I felt that all these other couples were together and they were getting to experience this together and that I was, you know, being a baby and was like I need my mom and I didn't get to spend time with my boyfriend and Cameron obviously took me back down to earth and grounded me and was like listen like these are four situations it's not like everyone's like doing this by choice and the main priority is to stay safe so I think what you're doing is really good that you and your boyfriend are you know caring for your elderly people that you live with and making safety a priority and you have to remember that this isn't forever this is like we said like a forced situation and it's a lot coming at us and I think the main goal right now is to stay safe and then stay sane and it's kind of like I said earlier in the episode 
where you try new things. Like you said that you and your boyfriend don't usually like to FaceTime and talk on the phone. Well, this is, you know, a new circumstance and now's the time to try it. Even if you guys sit on FaceTime and don't talk, just like prop your phone up and just spend some time on FaceTime together. You don't have to talk. I think the people you're most comfortable with are the people you don't feel like you need to just be talking a million miles a minute with. I think that's the good thing about FaceTime is it's not about having like this constant conversation or like everybody's doing zoom now right Right. or house party I think it's about feeling connected and feeling like you're just there with people like we're doing it with Grammy and Baca because they can't be around anybody right Mm -hmm. but they're they're feeling a little isolated and left out and so we're telling them, you know what, call us anytime on FaceTime so you can see us and prop the phone up and we can cook in the kitchen together and feel like we're being a part of everyone's lives on a regular basis so that they don't feel like like they can't even go to the grocery store. They can't do anything. And so just do the same thing, you know, prop your phone up, cook, you know, do what you would normally do and just feel like somebody's in the room with you. Um So, and you know, I don't think anybody has to invalidate how they're feeling right now because it's all new to everybody and it's global. It's not in one city. It's not in one state. It's, it's everywhere. And so everybody is feeling, you know, the same thing all over the world. Yeah. I think you don't have to be hard on yourself. And I think you also don't have to be hard on your relationship. I think that's probably a really interesting thing for people right now is all the different relationships it affects. And are we all treating our parents right, our boyfriends right, our households right, everything like that. And the same way you want to be kind to yourself and kind to kind to others, be kind to your situations. And remember that quarantine's not forever. And the faster we do it, the faster we get to go back to real life. So just try to come up with new healthy ways to communicate and spend time with other people right now. And don't be too hard on your boyfriend and your relationship. Know that this too shall pass. My mood is lonely. I'm a university student and because of COVID-19, I've been cramped up inside my house all day. All my roommates have gone and now I'm home alone all day every day. My parents are both healthcare workers so they think it's safest if I stay on campus. I feel like I've been in a funk since this whole thing got serious. I don't even have motivation to do schoolwork anymore. What are you doing to stay busy, motivated, on track during this time? I would love some ideas of how not to feel as lonely I definitely mentioned this in the beginning of the episode where I was I was losing my mind and you can tell that even with my mom sitting next to me now like just having someone in your presence and making your situation less about you like getting out of yourself and spending time and doing things with other people kind of makes you remember that you're not alone and that things are okay and it just distracts you from yourself for a second an hour ago I facetimed Cameron just because I was like I'm really sorry I keep calling you I'm just like not having a good day and like I, I don't know what to do with myself and then my mom made lunch and instead of like oh I'm so motivated and working upstairs I'm just going to eat it upstairs really quick I was like I'm not feeling well I'm going to eat it downstairs and spend time with my family so I think the biggest thing is connection right now and then also those small little habits that we kind of always talk about. So I think if you're not someone that usually works out and you think you would never work out at home, you really would be surprised with how much you like it. So just trying new things that you've always wanted to do at home. If you really are one of those people that are stuck by yourself, trying new things that you wouldn't normally do like reading, writing, watching a new series, doing a new workout. And then there's so many things you can do online to connect with other people. There's zoom classes. There's, you can send a link to all your friends and do a zoom happy hour. We did a whole cocktail hour with every single person in my entire family. So many things. Some, one of my friends sent a game. Like we made these best buddy quizzes where we all took all these quizzes about how well we know each other. There's so many silly things that you, 
and fun things. Also, I think if you're in an area where you can get outside, like if you're not in a, well, even if you are in a place where it's snowing, you can still protect yourself with social distancing and go for a walk outside. Um, you don't have to stay completely inside as long as you're away from people to get outside to get fresh air. Like you got to get outside to have fresh air. Yeah. When I FaceTimed Cameron, the first thing he said to me is, can you go on a walk? Did you go on a walk? Did you get outside, get some fresh air? He was like, every time you FaceTime me, you're, you're in bed. And I said, actually, I'm not in bed. I'm on my bed. I woke up. I changed my outfit. I made my bed. And now I'm just laying on top of it. So that's... No, it totally is. It's totally a different situation. Like, I'm not like a total sloth in bed. At least I got up and I did some stuff. But Hudson's downstairs icing his knee on the couch and it's a mess. So, yeah, I'm going to be on my bed. You need to stop saying it's a mess because we're picking it up every day and I'm flopping that whole couch every day. That's true. That's true. We've been keeping a good a good time in this household. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Mood where I lose my mind and then have an amazing conversation with Jackie Schimmel and then answer some of your quarantine questions. Hopefully next week we'll have a little bit of a more normal episode, but we're obviously still going to be on quarantine. So I think Cameron is going to come on the podcast next week. Maybe we'll get a little distracted and do a dating advice episode just all about relationships and things like that. So I will keep you guys posted on Instagram. Kiki will still be here. She's my chef. Quarantine Kiki in the house. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to support small businesses right now. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Support our sponsors. Order from your favorite restaurants. There's so much you can do. There's so many things you can do to get distracted. Don't be too hard on yourself. Be compassionate with your feelings. And I will talk to you guys next week. I love you all. Stay healthy and stay sane.